Every turn I take, every trail I track, every path I make, every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go, where I long to be. See the line where the sky needs to see, it calls me, and no one knows how far it goes. If the wind in my sail on the sea stays Hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Front Row Movie Reviews podcast, the podcast for people who actually like movies. And uh, we're bringing you today another episode of our Disney-themed show, Beyond the Mouse. This is actually, I think it's our fourth episode of Beyond the Mouse, but I don't know if any of these individuals sitting here with me, I know two of them haven't been on it before, but Kevin, have you been on a Beyond the Mouse? I have not. What? So it's kind of new for everyone, which been, is nice. It's been a right? year, Craig. <laughs> It has been a little bit of a busy year, but we're sitting here in your house drinking your beer, so we thought we should probably invite you on. Thanks for having me. And water. Yeah, it's in my butt. You know, Thanks for having me. Water. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My name's Craig McFarland, and I am the host of this show, and of course with me is Kevin Kulovic. Hello. Again, for, it's actually been a while since I've been on. Yeah, it's been a long time since you've been on, right? Yeah. So we'll have to change that. Glad to be back. Absolutely. And we have two special guests with us today. So uh, we're really excited about both of them being here. Oh my gosh. And so, so a couple of things. Um, we, I reached out to Brett at first uh, because you have this, this Facebook group that you started, uh, Diz Fan Central, yes. which you can go out and you can join, right? You're kind yes, of trying to expand it up all a little that. bit, you know. And, so. um, and then Brett actually said, you know, uh, you're talking about Moana today, not to, to bury the lead, but talking about Moana, and Vanessa loves Moana. So uh, we'll introduce Brett first, Brett Rutherford. Hi, I'm Brett Rutherford. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and tell me, so the thing that we do on the podcast when you're first on is, what is your favorite movie? It doesn't have to be necessarily a Disney movie, okay. but it's just a question we ask every time to every new guest. Um, well, there's probably categories of that, but sure. as far as, um, but as far as like my go-to favorite movie of when people ask that question is uh, Philadelphia Story. Oh, that's from, with, um, with Catherine Hepburn and uh, Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart. And yeah, that's my favorite movie. Somebody needs to movie. go on classic. I know. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> so, uh, that's my buddy. favorite movie. But yeah, but then there's, but like, okay, my favorite Disney movie changes from time to time. But then my my fa- present favorite is Snow White. It's the classic because oh. you know reading the stories and all of this and just thinking it was you know when it was when it was produced it was just you know a landmark. So that was that. And more current movies. Um, sorry, it was Birdman. So. <laughs> That's a really wide spectrum <laughs> yeah. of movies, too. Yeah, so, you know, uh, eclectic taste. Our buddy Brandon, who hosts Classics, is probably just, like, chomping at the bit that you said Philadelphia <laughs> story. I'm sure he's going to be doing that at some point. Um, and I want to talk to you about your uh, your cast member, former yes. cast member. Yes. I worked at, um, at Walt Disney World in entertainment for five years. It was a while ago. Well, it was a long time ago. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I continued to be a... Uh, a fan and 
And so, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Here, and so. you're the second cast member we had on. We had Allison Means on last Yeah, I heard that, uh, yes. Last episode. And, of course, she's a member of the front row, but uh, also she worked at the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yes, so, I heard that. Yeah. I listened to that, yeah. Um, and our second guest, Vanessa Ferguson. How are yes, you? Yes, I'm good. Thanks for letting me. Come chat with you guys. Honestly, Brett, Brett and I just talk about Disney all the time, so this That's is going to awesome. be quite normal. Yeah, for us. you know, yeah, you yeah. know. That's great. Um, when you find someone, you go, okay. Yes, <laughs> so, have you heard the new Disney news? Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. I do listen to about three different Disney podcasts, so mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah, <laughs> like, so. hey, I gotta keep up on all this news. Um, Vanessa, what's your favorite movie? Oh gosh, I'm glad I got to go second, but it didn't really help me any because I can't really think of anything that's like. Wow, that's my favorite. But I do really like my big fat Greek wedding. Nice. Uh, it reminds me of my husband and his family. They're very uh, <laughs> they're from Eastern Europe, so they're they're very kind of big and you know out of this world. So um, I love that. And then Disney movie, I love Aladdin. So yeah, my, my girl, it's great, yes. my girl. So, so on the good. way to Chicago last year, we were coming up to see a, a Cubs game, and Kevin and I were driving up to Chicago. Kevin just belts out all of Prince Ali. <laughs> I bet. Uh, all the way. Hello. The ride up. So, Did not miss a single lyric, I bet. by the way. How and, cool. I mean, and that, those lyrics come out. <laughs> yes. you know? yeah. So, um, For those of you that are new to Beyond the Mouse, it's a little different than our other podcasts just because we like to talk about Disney, and uh, so we talk a little bit about everything Disney. So we talk about uh, park news or, or any movie news or video game news. It's really none of it's off limits. And so this first segment, we're going to talk about a couple of stories related to all the different theme parks and then wrap it up into uh, some movie talk and then move right into Moana. So that's kind of the the breakdown for today. And uh, we'll start with our first story, which comes to us from WDW Radio, our friends over there. The Rope Drop Show has delighted guests for years now from atop the Main Street Railroad Station. But as of Monday, January 9th, the newly dubbed Let the Magic Begin Welcome Show will take place at the Castle Forecourt uh, four stage, just in front of Cinderella Castle. Guests will now be allowed to enter the park up to one hour before its scheduled opening time to allow them time to gather at the Castle Forecourt stage <coughs> shop. Uh, as well Starbucks. as Starbucks <laughs> to yeah. help alleviate some of the crowd's congestion at the main entrance. So I asked this uh, question for a very specific reason, or I wanted to talk about this news story. Um, we Anna and I are going to Disney World in a month, uh, just for a day, and before yes. we hop on a Disney cruise. Wow! And yes. oh yeah, she's done yes, that. I've Vanessa's done that. Done that. Oh, I so haven't really done good. that. Awesome! Great! Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited Sorry. about it. So. <laughs> My question for you guys is uh, we both we all watched the old show and the new show, so I want to get your opinion on that. But also, uh, I had kind of secured an early breakfast reservation trying to get in that park early, and I'm trying to figure out if I should even keep that uh, because uh, I don't know if all the, uh, all the people are going to just be in the park right there with me. It's changing now. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, it, it's a contrast. The other one... And and I was trying to think, you know, when they started that, but it's been it's they've had the the old show that was in front of the train station has been going on for quite a number of years. Actually, I know the show director that did that, Corey Benedict. Hello, Corey Benedict. Um, it was a great show. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and uh, uh, anyway, so they've been doing that for a while, and uh, and now I think I you know it gets really crowded out there and. And I can see that, you know, someone mm-hmm. in an accounting department was probably seeing this and go, you know, 
they've also taken away that kind of old-timey Walt Disney classic feel mm. and put this, like, stamp of corporate Disney on it. Uh-huh. And this medieval theme. I mean, I know it's a new theme with the stage right. shows, but that's not going to be cool forever. I mean... Well, it's... It, if it's not popular, they will change it. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If I go there and I see Olaf, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, it's Olaf! You know. like, I love you so much! <laughs> I don't know but, if logistically you know. this is possible, but I wonder if they could have still let people in and then basically turned them around. Now, I guess they don't want people's mm-hmm. backs to the castle, but in, in the railroads on the other side. So you'd still have to modify the, the old welcome show. But I wonder, and, and for people that haven't seen them, go look at the old welcome show and then also the new welcome show. And it's changed drastically. And the, the thing that makes me upset about it is um, I love Main Street. Actually, that's Anna's favorite area of Magic Kingdom, and so uh, to be able to see like the mayor or the fire marshal or whoever come I know out, the fire marshal. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that's great. <laughs> and I mean, I he's him, fantastic. Going, oh my gosh, Mark. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, and to, to see them and kind of have that welcoming feel and, you know, uh, so much of Walt's history, he loved trains. Mm-hmm, and so exactly. to see all the characters arrive on the train and, and kind of open up the day uh, with Good Morning, I mean, I don't think that it gets much better than that. So I really, it would take a lot for this new show to wear I think wear we have to me. see it. We have to see it in person. So we have to go. <laughs> yeah. I understand why they did it, though. I mean, it did get crowded, though, right up yeah. front there. And my personal thing is the logistics of it, because now that, say, if you're wanting to go to Tomorrowland, which if you're going all the way to the castle to watch a show, if you want to head to Tomorrowland, it just doesn't seem like, well, I'm not going to wait down by the uh, castle just to go uh, to head backwards. Or to, well, uh, that's true. Uh, yeah. or but you can actually, mind. because of the new forecourt area, that's right. Know, the, you the can't break off now. It's like huge. Yeah. You can you can really yeah. see the castle stage from just about anywhere. And I haven't been there since the expansion. It was still under construction last time yeah. I was there. So but that was a long time. Yeah, uh, it was a long time. Did you, and did you, was the last time you went when we, we all went together? Yes. Oh, yeah. Back in um, 2015. Yeah. So oh man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my really gosh. Really you are so overdue. Um, I know. That sounds like I know. I like what priorities. Hello, focus. Um, I love the classic, uh, the classic feel of that old show. Yeah, and it, it was nice. And actually, I was disappointed because the, the last day I was there, they actually didn't do the morning show. I was. I, th- I, felt I don't think it was. I didn't think it was scheduled every day. But I think, I think as time has moved on, that schedule had had changed, and they kind of made it every day. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's well, they didn't do it. The weather last dependent. Day I went there. You know. I've seen it. I've seen them when they've they haven't done choreography and they've you know been in you know. I guess their version of rain gear ponchos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, they had umbrellas. Oh, okay. Oh, Not that's period. Still sticking in the rain action going on. Yeah, they, they should have brought those, out the yellow, those little clear, you know, rain jacket. Yeah. Well, oh. anyway. Absolutely. I mean, to say one positive thing about the new show after watching it a couple times. I do like that it incorporated some of the Disney princesses, and you get to see Aladdin, and you get to see um, Mary Poppins, and a lot of the different face characters that come out for at least a little bit to welcome you. I do think that the uh, the town crier, well, the town, whatever you want to call the um, what did he what did he call himself the the squire, whoever comes out and. That to me now, granted it's Disney, but it was just a little cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> so, a little medieval times. A little, a little. I 
don't know. Yeah. It Isn't was that the just definition a, of Disney? Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 and, well, and realistically, though, I mean, we're all adults. Kids are probably more going to like that what? show. Yeah, exactly. That's what we find is And it's shorter and holds their attention a little bit better, probably, too. So, you know, I get it. I get it. Well, and they, you know, you do get to make it down Main Street, and there have been times when, you know, when there's. The way they used to have it, you know, there would be, the, there wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be able to go into Main Street until after the show, and then people would be, you know, rushing, not wa- well, walking, not running. Right behind and, the road. And, you know, and, uh, but instead of, like, going to Space Mountain or, you know, the Jungle Cruise or something, there would be people in line at Starbucks. I'm, like, going, you are at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I'm, like, going, get your coffee before you get here. Go I'm to like, Seven Dwarfs now before was the like line crazy. gets long. Well, yeah. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've done that from Rope Trap. That yeah, was, well, we're running well. over to Peter Pan right away. Well, uh, yeah. Anna's yeah. not into Seven Dwarfs, but especially since uh, Liam, our son, has just taken to Peter Pan so much. Oh, yeah. She's, I mean, we're both going to be like, you know, we're gonna, both going to have some ice sweats <laughs> uh, going through that ride this oh, time, yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, But it will be a lot of fun. But uh, you'll have to enjoy the queue. When you go, because that's new. That's new. That was that was there, yeah. and we we still kind of rushed through it because we were there on a Halloween party night, so there wasn't much of a line. Yeah, but we did kind of walk, try to walk as slowly as possible through that new queue, and it is right. really yeah. cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. My my friend Cindy, hi Cindy Hartinian Ryan, um, <laughs> who works at works in Imagineering. It was like the best job. Anyway, she on occasion will do voiceovers, and she told me that she was anyway. She did a recording. Shh, I'm sorry, shouldn't be maybe telling you this, but anyway, um, she did a, <laughs> she, um, from time to time. You know, Imagineers will come to her. Would you like to, you know, come and you know do some sort of voiceover? So she did uh, so a Cockney cool. nanny. So I went oh, through the, I went to the through the line. I'm like going. I was listening for this Cockney nanny. So so far I've not heard it. So, but sometimes she does things for different parks around the world too. That's so really she cool. just she just done something for um, like the telephones, right? She did the Should telephones. Yes, yeah, she did the telephones oh, at a marketplace. You know, in the Starbucks uh, place. Oh, how Vanessa knows you more know? about this. You know, no, 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 right. I told her. I told her. They so, Talking off yeah. I yeah. <laughs> and she just finished the um, the Stark attraction for, or she did oh, um, for Shanghai. Tokyo? No, or, no, yeah, for yeah. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Okay. Hong Kong. That's she did, great. She did a voice in that too. Anyway, That's sorry, I digress. Okay. I will be her. Yes. Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin's got our second news story. Our next story comes out of the Orlando Business Journal. The Walt Disney World Resort added to its calendar of cultural events with a celebration of all things artistic. The Epcot International Festival of the Arts debuted on January 13th and will run through February 20th. Six weekends that will showcase creativity from the stage, canvas, and kitchen. I am really bummed that we're not going to be here during this. I Uh, I know. Because it it ends the weekend before we get there. But it looks so cool just from the videos I've seen. A lot of um, Disney artists. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was cool that you can get some, like, they'll paint Toms right there for you. Yeah. yeah, we've got we've got friends going, and we're I I texted them already, and I was like, you should totally get us some toms. It'd be <laughs> awesome, um, but it it's seems like a lot of fun and a cool way to keep Epcot. Uh, you know, live and active throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gone during food and wine the last oh, couple times we've it. been there, Ooh. and so having those extra special events at Epcot, I think, is a great idea. And I love the idea of this event. But what do you guys think? 
Yeah, I really, well, when I first heard about it, I was like, Ugh, another festival with food? I mean, come on. But uh, when I looked it over, I mean, there's a there's a lot going on with the um, paint-by-numbers mural and the, um, oh, the character meet-and-greets. Have you guys seen the paintings that go They're with the characters? They're so incredible. Have so you guys seen I didn't see this. That's the classic Disney attention to detail mm-hmm. when Snow White has a painting that is signed Doc. I mean, <laughs> yes. that is so cute, so adorable. So I, I love I love the whole idea of it. I really want to go. I'm, I know. I hope it becomes yeah. an annual thing. So. Well, they're saying Very this cool. is the inaugural, so I imagine that means they can they intend to continue it. I and from what I've heard, it's been pretty popular. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's especially it like popular it. with local local guests. You know, right. with annual passes and such. Right. So I mean, that's I mean. That's a really good thing. You and know, they, they just want to make sure that it's, you know, a go. So. Yeah, and I like they're making it a little bit different with Figment added into everything. Uh, you don't, yeah, I know you no. don't like Figment. No, I, I love like Figment. Figment. I just, you know, I, but they bring them out. You almost bring out Figment, you know? I I'm love like Figment. Going, I'm like going, <laughs> so we, it's so adored, you know? I'm like going, forget what you did to that attraction. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have a disagreement. No, I love Figment. I just I love, love the classic. You I presently? Well, okay, I haven't been oh, there since then, but... about time for a throwdown, sorry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, you walk past, you walk past you know, the, sign, the signs here. that say, you know, no wait. I'm like going, no kidding. <laughs> sorry. Bring I'm going to go back, and you know what? No. I'm going to love it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you how Which, much I love you, it. Did you ever see the original? Yeah, I watched them both. On, well, I, I yeah. was a kid, and then I watched okay. them both online, yeah. and I didn't have a problem with it, but, you know, I'll rewatch them. This is it's gonna okay. be electrical I mean, light parade. This all is the last again. time I'm talking. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So no, go ahead. No, really. Um, <laughs> Kevin, what do you think about the if art? If we festival? survive this, <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I, I personally love all these types of festivals, and Food and Wine was the first one I really experienced that was going on when I was at Disney World, and I mean, I see why they do that. I, I mean. You guys might know this better. Is it a little slower? Probably January, February before, mm-hmm. right before spring break. Mm-hmm. So they're just looking for something to fill in and hopefully get those annual pass holders in into the park. And of course, they're loving it. It's something brand new they haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. And so, so yeah, they're going to come out in droves for that. And I wish I would be going down. Oh, I'm sure. going down to Florida. I'm just not going to Disney World. But <gasps> easy, three and a half hours away. I'm going. No. It's okay. Three and a half hours away. I understand. I mean. But no, I love these types of festivals. Then they always knock them out of the park. And Epcot. So I, I mean, it, it's it's hard to name my favorite park, but Epcot is just like a place where if you're just looking for the atmosphere of uh, what Disney can be in, in that whole World Showcase area, having these artists would just amplify that and I feel like I would spend a ton of time there um, it's interesting that this festival only goes on during the weekends mm-hmm. uh, and so maybe that might be expanded later but that's probably why it's they're focusing on those locals because they're coming more during the, mm-hmm. the weekends I, I would testing assume. the waters this mm-hmm. year they you know will do that yeah. <laughs> from time um, to time because obviously like food and wine I mean that's all day, every day, for geez, three months well, and now. They, or and, they, and the ad, even next year or this this year, sorry, 2017, they've even added more dates. So it's like from mid September to mid November. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, some of this is kind of in the weeds uh, for people that maybe haven't visited Epcot before, but definitely uh, check out these festivals. If you can plan your vacation around a time that one of these is going on, which is nearly the the whole year now, (laughs) um, then you're going to be able to get a little bit of extra out of it and be able to to support some artists or uh, be able to taste some really awesome food in addition to the uh, 11 
places they already have in World Showcase, you get so many more during these festivals. So I definitely recommend that you go check it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Everyone who's gone, I'm like going... Oh, great. I'm, 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 I am happy for people who go. I'm, I'm like, I can, I can live vicariously mm, until no. my next time. I can't. <laughs> I was, uh, I was I'm living jealous. on your live videos the oh, last yeah. time you went. <laughs> we were talking about that before we started. Well, I asked During Vanessa. I asked Vanessa. Oh, yeah. The her, Yeah, I was there in October. So, But I asked Vanessa. I'm like, okay, I know these are crazy, but are they crazy? And I, she said, no, no they're crazy. In they're a good fun. way, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to move on to the next story. Kevin, you got that one too? I can go ahead and read this out while I have it in my hand. Uh, this story comes out of offmicechat.com, and uh, pretty much the gist is, later this year we will launch Disney Max Pass, which will allow guests to maximize their experience by providing unlimited downloads of their high-resolution PhotoPass images and by enabling the convenience of mobile booking and redemption of Disney Fast Pass return times, all by using the Disneyland app. Disney Max Pass will be available for an introductory price of $10 a day. Disneyland Resort annual pass holders also will have the opportunity to purchase Disney Max Pass on a daily or yearly basis. So I, I wanted to add this story because we never really talk about Disneyland, mainly because I've never been there, which I know is awful, and we're going to we're going to correct that sometime in the near future. Don't tell him. Uh, no, it's okay. Well, but, Vanessa, uh, have you been? I haven't, but Brett knows I haven't been, so he's been on me to go. <laughs> so so well, Brett's the only one that's been to Disneyland. And so that's why I, I wanted to add this story, because for those of you that don't know, uh, a couple years back, uh, Walt Disney World in Orlando went to uh, Fast Pass booking, or Fast Passes are essentially you... Uh, it's not cutting the line, but it's a much quicker uh, wait for you, uh, and they've been allowing you to book these electronically through their app for a couple of years now. Uh, Disneyland has still been doing their traditional ticketed fast passes, where you actually actually go to the, the ride, grab a ticket. That ticket would print out a time. It would say you get to return at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. and then you would go back to that ride uh, and use your ticket to redeem your fast pass. Well, now not only are they allowing to book, but the biggest change, I think, uh, for as far as Disney is concerned, is that this is the first time they're charging for something like this. Usually, Fast Passes are free. Uh, at Walt Disney World, you get you need to make three. You can't really buy extra or anything like that. They don't allow that yet. Um, but this is the first time they're actually charging guests for this kind of thing. And so, Brett, I wanted to get your opinion in particular on this story. Okay, well, um, being the Disney... This fan <laughs> that I am, uh, <laughs> I uh, have paid attention to some of the um, fan press that's out there, and it's um, it has stirred um, quite a controversy, uh, and it's and this is coming from uh, from locals that have annual passes, which um, they at certain levels of their annual pass. Uh, Holders, uh, you have uh, you, you already have the free photo pass, so they're a little concerned that I, that they are having to pay for something extra. The good thing is is that they are adding two new locations that have fast passes, which have never previously or have have not previously had fast passes, and that's uh, the. Uh, Matterhorn and Toy Story Mania, which I'm very happy that Toy Story Mania is getting fast passes because that's kind of crazy. You have to wait forever, which I don't like to wait in lines. But anyway, um, but as far as my take on this, um, 
Well, when I go, generally, it's it. I, I'm a single dude who's going to buy, who's, who's going to do this for $10, you know, uh-huh. and especially at $10 a day even, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like going, and that's also, it's a kind of novelty right now, and who knows, it it's it's interesting in the in the news item it says that uh, introductory price of ten dollars so I think they're trying to sort of check to see if people are going to buy this or if they expect it to be free. The other thing with this is that you cannot like you have to be in the park to uh, to get your fast pass where it, you don't have to go to the attraction you just have to be in the park to make the selection. But you still can't so, book in advance like you can at Disney no, World. No, so. So, I, I mean, tell me, um, since none of us have been there, uh, how much different of an experience is Disneyland to Disney World? I mean, I've heard that it's much more intimate. For instance, uh, we've got friends that live in Southern California, and um, we're talking about maybe taking Liam out to Disneyland first because I've heard it's much easier with a child uh, because it's a lot more walking-friendly and all that. But just tell us a little bit about Disneyland in general compared to Walt Disney World. Uh, actually, I had a friend who who made a really kind of a great analogy that um, Walt Disney World is a vacation destination, and Disneyland is a theme park. Um, Disneyland has the original Disneyland that was uh, Walt's baby, <laughs> and uh, and opened in 1955, and then later on, um, I believe like 2000. Early 2000s, 2001, 2002, 2003. Sorry, I don't have that fact. Uh, Disney California Adventure opened, um, which uh, actually was built in what used to be the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland's parking lot. So um, the Diz fans that are very serious, very serious in California, um, they when California Adventure first opened, they were not as thrilled with that as they were Disneyland. Well, it's hard to make a anything as popular or as wonderful as Disneyland and eventually over the past few years they have uh, uh, California Adventure has been reimagined and now they have Cars Land and other things too but anyway that's kind of but but to get back to the differences between Walt Disney World and Disneyland Disneyland is uh, a little bit smaller. Uh, for those that are familiar with Florida, you walk down Main Street, you go, that's a castle, because it's very <laughs> small. But there's a reason for that, because um, when when they were designing Disneyland, Walt didn't want a huge castle, because he thought that, they were, it, that it was too imposing and it would be uh, too large. So, so there's a reason why it's a small castle. It's also a small world there too. But anyway, okay. But I'm going. Okay. But um, but yeah, I think it's it's very charming. The attention to detail is amazing. And, and didn't, um, didn't you say their customer service is just a little bit different than the customer service um, in Walt Disney World? Used to be, yeah, that used to be the truth. Oh. Um, but Perhaps yeah, there's changed. It's changed just a little bit. Um, Unfortunately, um, it's lit a little bit, but um, mm. but uh, it's charming. Um, when the when the one time when I was out there when I was a cast member, I went to the studio um, as a and we could have tours. <laughs> they didn't really have tours of the Disney studios, but um, I went through. Uh, I gave a call to it was uh, anyway someone and. Uh, and was able to go on a tour. So I asked, at that point, they had tour guides that were on loan from Disneyland give these tours. And I was, uh, a friend of mine and I were there with this couple who had won a, uh, 
a, a sweepstakes in Scotland. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there were four of us on this tour, yes. and the the <laughs> tour guide, you know, at the end of the tour, I kind of just, okay, so what is this? You know, because I, I mean, I worked at Walt Disney World, was very proud of that. And I said, so what's this thing? Because I kind of got this sort of Disneyland, Disney World sort of, oh, we're better, they're better, and all this sort of thing. But anyway, <laughs> I knew I needn't ask any more questions when the tour guide said, well, Walt was here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I get it. I won't ask any more that's questions. Hilarious. And that's kind of, and, and as time has gone, has has gone on I'm you know it's mm. it's there's it's hard to say that what's a favorite I yeah. right now Disneyland is like a little jewel uh-huh we definitely got to make it out there that that is for sure and so hopefully my goal is before Liam's in kindergarten he gets to Disneyland and Disney World uh, we'll see if my bank account can support that. Uh, but that's we're a gonna good goal. move on to the uh, the next news story and this is our last bit of park news and then move into Disney uh, Disney movies a bit so Kevin This one comes out of Orlando Weekly. Uh, Disney has yet to announce an official opening date, only saying that the new themed land uh, would debut uh, sometime in the summer of 2017, but now because of some very questionable blackout dates for Florida residents, we may have a better idea on when this new area will open. As first pointed out by the theme park blog, WDW Magic, a new ticket offer for Florida residents has Animal Kingdom blocked out from May 27th to June June 9th, 2017. And this is in terms of... uh, what are they? Pandora. Pandora. Right? Pandora. The, That's the world right. of Avatar. Avatar. I totally must have cut that off. Yes. <laughs> the news story. But luckily, but, we caught that, uh, and that was. We talked out. a little bit about this um, on our last episode. Just barely uh, touched this, uh, but it looks like we might have a, an opening date now, and they may have spilled the beans. Uh, it makes sense. They said summer of seventeen. This would be Memorial Day weekend. That's kind of the unofficial kickoff of summer um and so this having a blackout date for those florida residents uh saying you can't use these types of passes those days they probably expect a lot of people to be in animal kingdom and out of the four parks in walt disney world that's generally not necessarily the busiest of parks unless there's a brand new thing (laughs) opening you know so um but i wanted to put this story in there just because we didn't really get a chance to talk about avatar land much uh and so i wanted to get your all your opinions on avatar land kevin do you got anything just to see pandora in real life is going to be incredible and to see the videos of what all the backstage behind the scenes looks that they're giving right now in within animal kingdom it Oh, it's going to be cool to actually yeah. walk through Pandora. Because that, that's part of what I loved about that movie was just all the vibrant oh, the colors. The mm-hmm. visuals were just incredible. And just to see Disney actually put that on, it will be really something special. So they showed um, a little bit of the animatronic of the Navi. Um, and it was incredible. You can go find the, the video online. Um, but and I can't remember which animatronic they they compared it to, but they said that there's more uh, mechanisms and technology in that face of the Navi than there are in any of the other animatronics in all of the in all of the park. So pretty incredible that the technology has grown leaps and bounds, and it does look. It looked. I mean, it looked as much as a fictional character can look lifelike. I thought it was an actress. Or, you know, I thought Mm -hmm. it was, you know, their... their Do you think there's more animatronics than in the Hall of Presidents? (laughs) Probably. It's not hard to outdo that one. Hall of Presidents is down right now. If they're saying... If they're they're saying that... If they're saying that, (laughs) that this is more sophisticated than the Wicked Witch or the newer Abraham Lincoln, I think that, you know, I mean, it's been a number of years since, you know, well, since the studio's opened obviously um and uh 
And so this is a wonderful opportunity for them to showcase how the technology has grown. Mm. And, you know, I'm, and Joe Rohde, I think, is the name yep. of the, the Imagineer who's, well, the whole Animal Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom Lodge, that whole, that whole area is kind of his baby, it seems. And, and any time, kind of in the Disnoid world, um, that's the word I use, anyway, uh, it, it, when he is attached to a project, everyone kind of has a collective sigh of relief that they know it's going to be good. So. Well, and he's teamed up with James Cameron. And, I mean, James Cameron has brought such incredible life to his films. I mean, even God, Terminator 2 is one of my favorite films. Titanic is one of Anna's. Uh, and, of course, Avatar. I could care less for the story of Avatar. I thought well, it, was it was Titanic. Borrowed <laughs> from a couple of different areas. Yes. But, I mean, the visuals, you can't sure. you can't deny that it was a, a visually stunning movie. Yeah. Um, so, Vanessa, what do you think about all this? I, I'm really excited for the lights. Um, I don't know if you've seen the latest castle projections, but uh, those yes. have mm-hmm. transformed in the last few years to something really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. So if they can do that in a ride and... and, and I would just love to see it. I'm sure it's going to be great. You know, when I kind of, I when I was a kid, I thought Space Mountain was so great, and I just remember seeing these lights. And I wrote uh-huh. it as an adult, and I'm like, oh, okay, we've got we've got some like highlighter colors, <laughs> and like this is a bit on the cheap, but you know, whatever, it's fine. It so, was cutting edge in 1975. Yeah. So um, I I hope that goes really well. I can't wait to see it, and then it would be great if they incorporated it into some of their older rides, uh, you know, as an update facelift, that'd, that'd just be really cool. So, yeah, I'm excited. Is there going to be a ride in there's, within there? Or yeah. It's a boat ride? Or it looks like it. There's, I think there's a couple. and oh. I should know more about this. I'm sorry I don't. But anyway, there's something I believe that's a flying experience, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. perhaps not unlike Soren. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, but there's, I think they've, there's actual plants that are like um, bioluminescent. Yes, right? is that the word? Bioluminescent. Thank you for that uh-huh. word. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I think it's going to be gorgeous. I wasn't really. I mean, I'm. You know, it's a new Disney thing, so of course I'll. You know, I'll go and yeah. see it eventually. But now that I've seen little bits of it, you know, online and sort of the 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 previews that they've bleaked out. Um, I, I think it's going to be gorgeous. So yeah, I, and I think the walkthrough experience is right. going to be really nice. That's yeah. what that's what I love too. about yeah. Animal Kingdom is you've got the different yeah. countries and there's no rides. You just walk through them, but they're so well themed that mm-hmm. it's really cool. So that that'll probably be the case Absolutely. as well for Pandora. Well, and I, uh, Tim and Kara were just there actually the same week you were. Uh, yeah. um, Tim and Kara, who've been on the the show before, but and need to be on Beyond the Mouse soon. You two, uh, they were there and they got to go to Animal Kingdom at night and they said that it was a totally different experience and a totally amazing experience because they're big into Everest but then also being able to do the safari at night and mm-hmm. to be able to see the the tree of life the 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 light up of that the tree is just absolutely gorgeous if you can see that online um, so I'm I'm excited for this I, I Avatar not necessarily the movie I would pick necessarily to put a whole themed land in for, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I, it's something new and Gosh, it pretty. looks going to be pretty. Yeah, well, yeah. So. I think it was. I think you know, from a kind of corporate decision, it was made. It would you know the, the decision to go ahead with this uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar, happened around the time of. 
of um, Harry Potter, that other park that's in Orlando. That we don't right. speak of? Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, it was kind of their knee-jerk reaction, perhaps, you know. And But since that time, there's been even more and more developments of new things and, you know, the new Star Wars and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. The other thing that that actually everyone's been waiting for is Rivers of Light. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that as, up. As, you know, at, in the animal... <laughs> At the Animal Kingdom, which was supposed to make its debut last, last year. year, but I uh, but I guess that there were uh, another show came in uh, in the summer in its place. Mm-hmm. It was the Jungle Book mm-hmm. show, but mm-hmm. um, but I understand that that they're doing rehearsals and cast previews for the Rivers of Light, so perhaps it'll be a big, splashy summer at the Animal Kingdom. Absolutely. I imagine they would want to have that all coincide together with people being there at night and and everything else, so um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to have to make another trip, it seems like, because I won't be down there uh, when when it opens up, but I am excited to to just be able to see all the the walkthroughs and and everything else. Um, You can definitely find some great YouTube channels for all this stuff. I'm mentioned them last time, but the Tim Tracker channel, absolutely love that YouTube channel. She watch, loves, go ahead, like go ahead. All the time. Do you comment on the videos? I don't. Well, we, we I just, do. we, 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 uh, <laughs> we stream it, we uh, Chromecast it to our TV, so like, I don't even see necessarily like mm-hmm. the, because she always says, I'll post the links down below and all that, and like, yeah. I... We don't even look at that. We just watch it, and, and uh, but it's just cool to see like them walk through the parks, and they do a great job of it. So I would highly recommend checking out their videos. Yeah, try to be the first one to comment, and they'll say thank you. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little thing. Yeah, like, like, so. Got a new video. Well, hey, oh my god! Quick, quick, quick! I'll I'll come home from work, and they would have posted it at like noon, you know, and it's already got sixteen thousand views. Yeah, you gotta so be on it. You gotta yeah. be. You gotta be ready. Ding. You gotta be ready. You know. So we're gonna move on to our last. Uh, we're gonna leave the parks and talk about our last news story, which will uh, bring us into our our main feature today of talking about Moana, but Kevin, you got the last news story? Yes, and uh, we are quoting the Chicago Tribune on this article. Uh, In 2004, Finding Nemo became the first Pixar movie to win an Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Its sequel, Finding Dory, was overlooked in favor of other Disney favorites, Zootopia and Moana. Yes, so this was the Oscar snub, but I also wanted to mention that Disney was nominated for uh, for eight Oscars, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, you, you've got Rogue One uh, and uh, Jungle Book were both nominated for visual effects, Moana for uh, original song, uh, Moana and uh, Zootopia for animated film, mm-hmm. and then I'm missing a couple of others, um, but I knew that they were nominated for eight different, uh, in eight different Potential Oscars. So Fred is looking at his Oscar list right here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> He's got memorized. it all, He's got it all printed out. Enough. That's okay. Um, but this was seen as original a snub. song. Original yeah, song for Moana. Yeah, yeah. You have that um, song. And it was seen as a snub that Finding Dory wasn't up there. Um, you know, it's hard for me because out of these three movies, uh, because I've also seen Kubo and the Two Strings, uh, and I felt like that was a very well-deserved Oscar nomination. So I, people are theorizing that they didn't want to give Disney and Pixar uh, three slots. Uh, they wanted to, to acknowledge other works as well. I think that of the three, I think Zootopia is the runaway um, in this category. But <laughs> Brett's giving me a look. Uh, no, 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 but, no, not at all. <laughs> I see that. Uh, 
I mean, I can see why Finding Dory wasn't nominated. I loved the film. I thought it was great. I thought it was heartbreaking uh, at times. I thought it Ellen DeGeneres was fantastic. I thought Hank was fantastic. Um, but I can see why they chose Moana and Zootopia uh, over this. Now, this is the first Pixar movie in a long time that hasn't mm-hmm. been nominated, uh, or at least Pixar not being nominated in this category for a long time. Um, so I want to get all your opinions on this. What do you think? Well, I was not a great fan of Zootopia. It was cute. It's cute. I, I like know. it. It's okay. fine. Oh, we can but be like, friends again. But it just wasn't... It was, it was missing it was the a Disney little, feel I for don't me. Know. Yeah, it, it felt like it perhaps came from another studio, in my yes. estimation. It yes. felt more like a DreamWorks yes. or something. Yeah. Yes, it did feel mm. that way. Even though Disney, it's so strange with that whole that whole sort right. of history. But um, but yeah, that Disney does their distribution. <laughs> like, well, yeah, we win. Anyway, so... <laughs> but yeah, I'm... Yeah, Zootopia. I thought it was for me. It, you know, it was it was a little preachy in a way. I mean, it I understand was. that, it, but it, it was like it was heavy tones. It was. Yeah. It was I mean, yeah. it was like really, you know, bumping on the head or you know, and hitting that, you on the head. Me, I guess maybe I'm a social justice warrior or something. Yep. But uh, me, I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed that it wasn't. I didn't think it was so heavy-handed and so overt that, like, I guess it'd be hard. I, I don't know that a kid would have gotten necessarily the undertones of, like, they're showing you that racism is bad and segregation is bad, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I I don't know. I, I really, for some reason, that movie, I just enjoyed it. I, we I are think, in the minority, I'm yes, afraid. I think that, well, I, yeah. And I understand why uh, Finding Dory didn't get nominated. I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't feel like the story was as strong as the first one. Even the voice acting, it was really good. I mean, they're great voice oh. actors, but... Oh, he's going to go at you oh, now. I, know, but <laughs> I, I like, if, I, if you compare uh, Ellen's dialogue to in the first movie, um, there are just some moments where it's she's just stronger in the original, uh-huh. I think. So... Um, I can see why he didn't get but I mean over Zootopia I mean the voice acting so much better in Finding Dory than Zootopia ah, I think man you're killing me you got Jason Bateman did such a great job he was good he was good he was good always sounds the that was same that, you know, that he's kind of got that Jason dry Bateman. kind right. of humor right. I'll have to watch it again it is on it is on Netflix it is on Netflix so and as of February 1st Finding Dory will be on Netflix as well I love that new Netflix Disney deal where we're getting all these movies right away so It's great to see that. Kevin, what do you think? I I can't really speak to this because I've only seen one of those three movies. And and what was it? Moana. No, that's good because we're talking about that. (laughs) Exactly. So so that's why I'm here. But I I have not seen Finding Dory or or Zootopia. (gasps) We just went over this. I know. I'm like, like, the audible gasps are mine. So, So, uh, but since Zootopia is on. Uh, Netflix, I will probably yeah. turn that on tonight. And then Finding Dory, you can see in a couple days. Oh, February 1st, I will watch it. And then oh, maybe, and then, maybe and next then, Disney podcast. And I'll then say, we'll, like, uh, we'll rewind that we're going to have to meet back up. Uh, <laughs> yes. Re edit this podcast and re-edit. insert your opinions in it. No, um, I'm sure. Craig, I've. I've, I've I, I enjoy Zootopia so much more now. Thank you for your guidance. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the error of my ways. Well, that's great. Thank you, Not, Brad, for that. Anyways, uh, so, what do you what do you think about this snub? Do you think it's a snub, or what do you, what do you think? I think you know, with any awards, part of it is based on art, and part of it is based on com- commerce. And uh, I think 
Vanessa, you're who? I'm sorry, who? I was here. I was following along, um, <laughs> not well enough. But anyway, um, whoever you know said that they're not going to allow for. They don't think that right, there would but, be three. Oh, so that was yeah. that was you, correct? So. That was my wonderful yes. knowledge. That um, I dropped. Yeah, and you know, and and it, uh, Pixar has had such a long string of hits that you know with the exception of of cars i'm sorry uh-huh. but anyway i liked it but anyway uh you know that maybe it was time to take a pass on them and allow others to yeah. come to the forefront and i mean we're going to talk about it with moana but i think that the walt disney animated studio is just really since 2009 since what i consider the new second the, the, renaissance, the second yeah. renaissance the second mm-hmm. wave um starting with princess and the frog i mean it they they have consistently every single year brought out an amazing film mm-hmm. and so and that's great it's fantastic for them so any other things on this or do we want to wrap up and then uh, start moving into Moana territory I I think you know Moana deserves to be nominated so let's start talking yes. about Moana I mean, how far can we go <laughs> oh <laughs> I know the way well if you Whoa. wanted to hear a segue if you wanted to hear an ad from a sponsor then you're welcome uh, and we're gonna be right back after a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Front Row Movie Reviews is brought to you by Killens Comics. Look, we all love superhero movies at the front row, and we're fairly certain that you do too if you listen to us because, well, it's about 80% of the things we talk about. So why not see some of the inspiration for these awesome movies we all love by picking up some of the graphic novels at Killens. It is located in Springfield right off of Wabash Avenue, and they've got so much more than just comic books in there, so much to choose from. So head on over to Killens comics and when you're there tell them the front row sent you now it's on with the podcast who am i i am a girl who loves my island and the girl who loves the sea it calls me i am the daughter of the village chief we are descended from voyagers who found their way across the world. And they call me. I've delivered us to where we are. I have journeyed farther. I am everything I've learned and more. Still it calls me. And the call is out there at all. It's inside me. It's like And if we did the cut correctly, uh, you probably just basically heard the synopsis for Moana um, in the song I Am Moana. I I was listening to the soundtrack today and I was like, this song is perfect to play right before uh, we talk about this movie because it is going to be, I mean, it's a summation of the entire film. So I do want to mention that we may get into some spoilers here. We may not be too spoilery, but um, if you would like, you can go see Moana. Uh, Definitely would suggest that you see Moana and then come back to this podcast. Uh, Or if you want to hang out with us, we're probably not going to break any... uh, 
you know, there's there's no uh, what is Rosebud or anything like that in this movie, but we're going to at least talk about uh, a great film in my estimation. I will say, I'll start off with our first impressions and say that this isn't my favorite of the Walt Disney Animated Studios, and because I, they've been on such a hit recently, a string of hits with uh, Big Hero 6 and with Frozen and with Wreck-It Ralph and, and all these movies tangled, um, I I would, controversial probably around this table, but I would, I'd put this towards the bottom of those newer movies. I, it was still a great film, but uh, you're judging it against some really stellar movies as well. But... Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, what I thought was funny is that when Anna and I were, were watching it, one of the first things she kind of whispered to me was like, oh, they're her parents. You know they're going to die. It's a Disney movie. <laughs> and then the the parents didn't die. Yay! And I was like, oh, my goodness. But the pig. The pig in the boat. I was like, no, 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 no. The chicken can go. I thought for sure that the uh, the pig was going to be going with her the whole movie. And then... Oh, wow. uh, yeah, and then the, the chicken, haha, was uh, there. Hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey, hey. That's okay. Hey, hey, haha, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but what's your first impression? We'll go with Brett first. Uh, I thought it was visually gorgeous and you know, stunning. And um, I think, actually, I didn't go opening weekend, which oftentimes I do. I like to support... Disney on its opening weekend, so I can give my, you know, <laughs> my admission fees towards that box office, all-important box office. Um, actually, I had talked to Vanessa, and she said, have you seen Moana? And I said, no, I haven't. So, on her suggestion, I rushed right out there, and I saw it. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, um, well, actually, you know, just a little backstory. Um, when I worked at Walt Disney World, um, I actually... Did the luau? <laughs> we didn't know you were Polynesian, that. Brett. <laughs> Just part of me, anyway. So, and uh, and so I was around that culture for for five years. Um, did a lot of luau's, and uh, well, anyway, that's you know, it's part of the magic of Disney. I won't tell you what I did, but anyway, um, I was there pretty much all every day at five o'clock. Um, Brett roasted the pig. Yes, sorry, oh, thank you. No. There, that was the magic. And, sorry. Uh, so I was around the, the Polynesians, and it was a really interesting culture. So it yeah. kind of took me back to that, and uh, and that this was kind of, well, from what I understand, that this was the first time there's been the the uh, Polynesian culture has been featured in an animated film, or was it just any film? Well, I think it was an animated yeah. film. I mean, I, I guess maybe the the naive white guy in me would say I what about Lilo and Stitch? I mean I know Hawaiian culture That's is Hawaiian, different. But yeah. This, yeah, this one I think was more of a cultural base I guess than a that, that was more story. of a Lilo and Stitch was more of the relationship between a sister caring for you know, sisters caring for each other essentially, and an alien, um, and an alien, <laughs> right? So, so this was much more about the the mythos of right. Polynesian culture, and mm-hmm. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was stunning. I very much enjoyed it, and I enjoyed and um, uh, the music that was by Lynn Lin- and Lin- 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 Miranda. Okay, it, I don't say that every day, so I had to, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was very interested to 
see what he could do with you know something other than Hamilton, you know. And mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he still got his rap in there, and a little bit and different culture than what he's used to. Yeah, I mean, you with. could tell that the history. He did a really did good the job. Research. Mm-hmm. It was just I nominated was for an Oscar. Now that guy's on his way to an EGOT for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. He's got his. Uh, he's just. He's just got to narrate a book so he can win his. Well, the Grammys. No, I'm sure Hamilton will win. This is the only thing. I think this is the only thing what that about he needs. A Emmy? I think uh, he has. The, oh, really? maybe. I think uh, when I read, what well, I think he if has there's that. a Hamilton, there was a PBS Hamilton TV there special. Yeah. So maybe if that's nominated, that he could win it all this year. Well, he was also <laughs> in. Know, so. Well, they did when they did um, in the Heights. That was on PBS too. Mm. That, that was a you know. So gotcha. Okay, a um, local Emmy. I don't know. Well, uh, Vanessa, what about your just overall first impressions? Overall, I uh, I will actually like to go in with low expectations on some of these films and not know very much about them. Them so that if they're great, I can be pleasantly surprised. That's what happened with me in Frozen, and then I saw it like five times. Um, but yeah, I, I went in, what, didn't know what to expect because um, the the trailers, like the lava and, and the little you know pre films, uh, short films, they didn't really tell you a whole lot about this film. Um, so when I went in, I thought it was great. I love that the lead character is a, a different kind of. Princess, uh, although she claims not to be, even though she's the but, chief's daughter and has a sidekick. Um, has a dress. I love that yeah, line. I love that line. Like, um, but yeah, she's she's shaped a little bit differently. She's mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, um, I don't know what the word to say without offending More real? anybody. Yeah, what? realistic. Um, They've been doing a, a better job. That, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, the first thing I noticed, I was like, "Look, mom, her ankles are a little bit thicker. That's my hero. <laughs> I love her." Um, her hair. I mean, she's got nice hair, but it's always like I don't know if you saw this throughout the film. It's always hitting her in the face. Uh-huh. Um, I love that. Um, and she's. I mean, yes, she re- relies on this uh, demigod, but she's really the one who saves the day. So. I love that. I, and, I, and she's also a little bit like Anna in Frozen, mm-hmm. or Anna, um, in that My she's My wife kinda, appreciates you said Anna, but... Yeah. Okay, well, Anna, <laughs> um, uh, she's a little bit ditzy. Like, when she's talking about the pork, oh, this is, she says in front of the pig, oh, this is good pork, and the, oh, um, uh, I, I gotta go. Uh, so, yeah, I love how realistic she is, and, oh, and, and non-sexual, too, because, you know, Hawaiian culture, and the little dress skirt and the little kind of two-piece thing. They really could have made her and uh, Maui as well. He, I mean, he's got the big, like, hulky... I mean, my mom thought the animated version of him was hot. She loves The Rock, so she... (laughs) (laughs) They needed canvas for all of his tattoos telling the stories. Yeah, I mean, they canvassed... They're both, like, just well, really well-designed, and I loved it. I loved it. I thought Mm -hmm. it was great. Um, We'll go to Kevin, then. I thought the cast of Hamilton did a great job in this show. <laughs> the cast of Hamilton. Well, I mean, it's kind of crazy how you had Lin-Manuel in there, Chris Jackson uh-huh. sang uh, the chief song, um, and then you have plenty of uh, yeah, the gal that plays. The cast is... They're all in they're there. They're all in yes. there. They're all yeah. in there. I don't need to look totally. up. Brett, Brett, you can cover that. <laughs> totally. Uh, I totally agree with you. Go ahead. It, Sorry. It, Obviously, it has its social undertones on taking from Earth and then putting it back and just those types of messages, um, which it's hard to not get into in any type of movie like this. Um, but Subtly the, done. Very subtly. <laughs> not, yeah, not, not Zootopia, basically. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, still, it still has it. Like, I'm guessing Zootopia has, based on what you said. Um, but 
The music's great. The performances, when I heard the rock sing, I was like, that wasn't that bad. And like Vanessa, we were going down to St. Louis, and one of my friends just started playing. I'm like, what's this from? This girl's phenomenal Mm because she played How Far I'll Go. So good. Auli. Auli. Auli Kravalho. Yeah, sorry. I don't say that fast. But That'll I mean, be the only time we say that name. <laughs> but she, she is not absolutely so well. Incri- you said she yeah. was 14? 14 she was when 14 when she was when cast, yeah. Yeah, can you well, imagine going to high school? Yeah, I'm a Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, young, just a gorgeous young girl, and she is so talented. And her that performance, it was wonderful. And... Like I was saying, though, The Rock, actually hearing him sing yeah. was, was really good. strange. But it was good. It, was good. it worked. It was all right. It, yeah. it, it was fun. It wasn't and, too bad. And you, could, and you can go online and you can watch, you know, like the behind the scenes sort of things, which I did in mm-hmm. preparation for this. And you see uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda, thank you. Oh, I have to say that. I'll practice that. But anyway, um, like he was conducting, at least for the video, he was conducting, you know, uh, The Rock for during the rap part. And it was very cool to watch that because, you know, it was just very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think there was a little enhancement, perhaps, on <laughs> Rock's <maybe. laughs> A little bit, maybe. But it was still a great performance. But going from a professional wrestler to uh, to now a, uh, a Disney star, um, I, th- I do think that uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock. Um, that he he did do a, an excellent job, and um, the lead Armoana was so phenomenal in this movie. And one of the things you mentioned her hair, I thought the animation. First of all, I would love I would love it, love love if Walt Disney Studios would rehire their two D animators and we had a two D film mm-hmm. at some point because mm-hmm. I did like when it was those were two D and then the Pixar movies were three D. But I know that we're probably beyond that at this point. Uh, but the technology that they used, the water looked incredible in this yes, movie. I'm so glad and you water said that. always looks weird. Like it, that like mm-hmm. it, if you look at a CGI or 3D technology, the things that always look weird are like eyes and water and hair. And when her hair was wet, every time it was wet, it looked like real hair, like wet hair. You know, mm-hmm. it, it moved the right way and just the the um, the detail that they were able to put on the water scenes in particular, and then mm-hmm. just the beautiful, stunning ocean. Um, yes. Just every bit of that, I thought the animators need to deserve a lot of credit on that. Oh, definitely. Well, the focus that on hair. I mean, we've all seen that behind the scenes where they they're at the desk of the the gentleman who's just in charge of doing each strand of hair just mm-hmm. right, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. how meticulously he was working on it. And that, that's why it shows up the way it is. Yeah, and you can find a lot of those clips. Uh, actually, Brett found a bunch of them for us on YouTube. I don't. What did yeah. you even search for? What did you? Uh, There's a I ton think it was on just, there. Yeah, it was just yeah. Um, Moana, and then there was uh, Premiere, um, where Ulili. Mm, oh, sorry. Oh well. Anyway, she uh, Moana. Our Moana, Moana, Moana <laughs> actress. Auli. Okay. She um, does say I am she, Moana. So she, uh, <laughs> when the when Dwayne the Rock Johnson introduced her, there was this musical interlude and she came out and did the hula and it was gorgeous. That's, so yeah, she absolutely. she you know, she it's it's so wonderful that it was part of their Hawaiian culture and she really knew, you know, what she was talking about and, and she, yeah, so it was amazing. So. And, and it's cool that she is a I, I mean We've now had, you know, Mandy Moore, and we've had Idina Menzel and Kirsten Bell, and um, 
and everyone else I'm thinking of, Zachary Levi. We, we, we've had these stars. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we have The Rock anchoring this movie. Um, but to be able to kind of pluck this, this person mm-hmm. out of nowhere and make her this character and this princess, it still shows a little bit of Disney magic, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty cool that, um, that she was given this opportunity. It's kind of like the, the little boy that played Mowgli this year in, in Jungle Book, and he's acting with... I mean, obviously all voice talent, but just these incredible actors. I mean, uh, these kids, I, I really hope that they were able to live up this experience and be able to learn a lot from it um, as they were they're going through these processes of just getting into this movie and getting into the part. Well, she had, you know, like at these press events in this, or she was so poised at 16. Mm-hmm. I'm like going, whoa. <laughs> it was yeah. just... Really oh, yeah. wonderful, really wonderful. Yeah, she's in, she's absolutely incredible, and her voice is is incredible. If uh, we 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 played uh, how far we'll go or how far I'll go um, at the top of the show, but definitely check out the soundtrack on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever Amazon, um, and it's well worth your your either your purchase or just scrolling through it and listening to it. Um, incredible music, and that's we can talk a little bit about Lin Manuel Miranda with that. Uh, Disney's going to own his soul for a while now. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's mm. going to play the Bert character, not called Bert in the Mary Poppins sequel. Um, and then he also, uh, it was announced that he's going to be doing some music for, is it Coco as well? or uh, It's another uh, Disney property, so he's going to be around for a while. One thing I will say that was a little off-putting, I guess, is that generally in a Disney movie, you usually see the character that's singing. Um, and they're a character in the in the movie, um, and in Lynn's song, it just kind of comes out of nowhere that it's his voice, and so like all of a sudden it was kind of like, oh hey, Alexander Hamilton showed up, you know. Well, I think that was just yeah, a, yeah an overall. And the theme. Tone, I do love that number though. Uh-huh. The, the number is cool. great, but the it's you know it has that like big bass kind of hulky kind of mm-hmm. um, like ominous uh, ancient sound to it, and then you have. Lynn come in and it's hit the tone of his voice is just so different from everyone else singing that song that I'm just kind of like okay like I'm you're great but well, I don't you know, know. It's, it was it was I still love the song and I'm I'm if I wrote Disney music I'd be like yes I will be singing I'll be <laughs> yeah, featured in chance. at least one of the songs um, but um but you know like in uh just from my like the visual cues, if it was like I went back and I tried to look, uh, I don't think it's one of the Voyagers that sings it. I mean, it's just they're just voyaging, and Lynn's voice comes over mm-hmm. top. But He's even if yeah, no, there's the the chief guy is like navigating. I think his voice comes out first. He's playing right. the wind. I don't know. He's playing yeah, the wind. The wind. <laughs> but yeah, and then you. But hear. I wish that they would have just like assigned it to a character. I guess and I know it's such a weird, but it's like I wish that I would have seen like a character singing that. So it wasn't just like, to me, it was kind of overtly, we have this talented guy who is killing it right now, and we want to make sure that he mm-hmm. gets put in this movie. I, well, I this was know. made prior to? Prior to Hamilton. Oh, I guess that he got the gig or whatever. Yeah, the day well, that his that his, his son, son was born? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty he cool. found out so, he was going to be a father. Yeah. Maybe that I think it. something along those oh, lines. I'm paranoid now, and I want to go back and watch Moana and see who's singing for, or, oh, YouTube. I can YouTube it. Yeah, that, stuff's, I don't think it's, that stuff's all legal actually, anymore. So well, it's, watch it actually, <laughs> um, it's not, well, here locally in central Illinois, it's not out, but the Sing along. Oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> version out in the comes out this Friday, January twenty seventh. Nice. Nat- is it nationwide. Just so, not, not here. No here. It is coming. Yes, here. Yes, Showplace. Well, actually, it's all three. 
Wow. So, so we That's can go cool. back and then and sing along. And I'll go. Craig which, was right. Craig, like, Craig was right. I'm pretty sure that they don't. <laughs> and it's just so. It's like the weirdest gripe in the world that like they they don't have somebody like assigned his voice. But I just thought that that was. But outside of that. Definitely should have been nominated for the Oscar for original song because the the music in this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I actually prefer the song "I Am Moana" um, over uh, the song that was nominated. I, I keep Disagree. how far I'll go. How far I'll go? Okay, I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. Um, but uh, all of the music is pretty incredible, and Christopher Jackson's great too. Well, I mean, what makes what makes Lin Manuel such a great writer is that. He for himself does not have the greatest voice in the world, mm-hmm. but he knows how to write things that he sounds good at. Mm-hmm. And just like with The Rock, he was able to write something for The Rock mm-hmm. where yeah. he doesn't sound half bad because it's not too challenging vocally. And throw in some raps, so of course The Rock can figure out a rap section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I. What was your favorite song then? The How Far I'll Go reprise. Uh, that like, was good. Right, right. There was that nice big key change in there as she's just like. Going over the water and I don't know. I, for my money, it's still the, you know, the ghost of the grandma singing to her and, and saying who you are and she's and it's the she's climax the, yeah. of the climax of the well, movie and and she basically sums up this journey that she's mm-hmm. on and it's mm-hmm. belts out I am Moana. I mean, like to me, ah, I, that's that's my song in this movie. I'm sorry. I don't find myself mm-hmm. singing that one. Randomly, right. I'm singing. You're welcome now. I'm gonna sing shiny. <laughs> shino, shiny is great. Can we talk about really? Shiny is good. What? I was gonna I'll say shiny. Uh, usually, shiny. we go around and talk. Even if we love a movie, we talk about maybe some things that didn't work in it for me. And that whole scene didn't work for me. Oh, I just that uh, seems so much. Uh, really? You needed. You needed. I, I it needed the conflict there. I love it you know. From the yeah, you needed a like, kind of a big bad. Obviously, the big bad was the. Lava and the the, the volcano. Oh, but, mm. uh, well, yes, sure. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, that was but, not a spoiler. Mike was not a spoiler. <laughs> now we're spoiled. Uh, but I don't know about that scene. So I I just tell me why I should like funny. it. I love the singing in it. It's okay. He he took a song and and chose to do it kind of David Bowie like. Yes. So cool. Yes. Version and he changes the lyrics, and, and that, that, that works better in my mind. That works better instead of just like, but Jafar saw Prince Ali, and so this is a new character being introduced to a new. I get, I, I would disagree with that, but just the, the tone of the whole song and really the tone of the whole scene to me was just kind of so different than the rest of the movie. But if you make well, him too mean, then he becomes the main antagonist of the film, and he's not. And he's not. He's yeah. not. Yeah. It needs to be he's kind of obstacle. like the, what are the little coconut people? What are they? I'm like going, those, <laughs> they were, I'm like going, merchandise, merchandise, yeah. merchandise. Oh my gosh. Me, I love that. Yeah, I, I was I'm like going, like, beware, okay. uh-oh, they're not good. They're, oh, sorry, spoilers. But I'm like going, I really want, I want, I you know, I'm not a merchandise person, but I'm like going, I want the coconut 
Guys. Natives? I don't know. And did you see the... I'm sure they have names. Coconut names. They do. Please respond at the bottom of this podcast. Did you see the very end after the credits... Uh, Tamatoa at the very end. Did you did you watch? I mean, he's not that evil character because he. I won't spoil it, but watch the end because it's really cute and funny. Yeah. Did you watch it? I think so, but I don't mm, okay. recall. So you have to watch. Well, there the was end. a lot going on in the end credits, and there were but like just, the very very end. And the people that walk out, out oh, you know, yeah, yeah. you just want to go. Have you not been to a movie <laughs> for a while? I'm like going. <laughs> Just look it up. You can always look. Is there anything you after end credits? I know. That's crazy. Credits. You just yeah. stay there. Um, Sit down. So we, we talked a little bit about Moana, and I, I would definitely entertain speaking about, and I, just because I do not want to butcher her name, I'm going to refer to her as Moana. Um, but, Sorry, I tried. Uh, <laughs> I do want to talk more about uh, The Rock in this role, because when... <laughs> sorry. The Rock in this role. I'm sorry. I just liked it. Just sorry. I didn't even know I did it. I didn't even know I did it. That's so great. Uh, so I, I thought that he gave a, a very good performance. And what I loved about it is that he bought into this character right away, because I remember um, listening to the reports at D23, which... Brett's going to this year, and I'm super... I want to talk to you about that at yes. the end of this podcast. Um, but uh, when The Rock came out, they said the, the, whole, the whole place went electric just because he was so pumped about this movie. And, and I, it seems like this is a guy that does... I mean, he makes a movie every other day. I think he mm-hmm. works more than most porn stars at this point. But, oh. you know, it... Uh, like, no, isn't it, isn't the joke is it Chris, is it Chris <laughs> Brown? No, is it, I just know that those are hard-working people. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm going to have some water now. Um, anyway. <laughs> it, like, he what? works a lot. And so... <laughs> my thing is, he really gave a good is performance. Porn steady? I'm sorry. <laughs> steady work? I'm sorry. <laughs> This Sorry, is guys. Definitely taking a turn. I've had a I've had a beer and a little beer, and uh, that's okay. What it did now we get an E. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the rock. Someone else <laughs> talk about the rock. Well, did I? And I don't know where I heard this, but did I hear that he was somewhat instrumental in bringing this project together? That I and I don't know. Maybe that would make because, sense. Because I mean, you know, um, because of his you know, his heritage, and his which was so interesting. Fighting. You know, not just yeah. not just he, but pretty much when I was looking through the cast, pretty much everyone um, is uh, is of a Polynesian descent on some part of their family. Um, even even um, uh, sh- um, sh- shiny guy Jim, is it Jermaine Clement? Is that you say? Yeah, I've worked at him. And, like, well, he's from New Zealand, so yeah, and I mean, what his like some of relative is um, Samoan. Oh, great! So, I'm glad cool. they did that. It was, it was very cool. Really, you know, you just go through the list. I'm like going everyone. Oh my gosh! So that was, which I think, I think that that, you know, says a lot to the writer producers. You know, John Musker and Ron Clements. You know, so anyway. What amazes me how they get an actor, and how they turn him into an animation. And the animation is just as jacked as he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the eyebrow. Yeah. You know. That was <laughs> slightly uh, controversial. Uh, yes, it was. There was a little bit of controversy with how The Rock looked because they said 
that um, they were essentially fat shaming Polynesian men. They were saying that it, he didn't Again, look. They needed canvas. For uh, my my <laughs> thing is, I don't think that he looked overweight at all. No, right? I mean, like, like I said, he my, looked jacked. Yeah, <laughs> my mom <laughs> thought he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> the character version. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. Karen can think that an overweight guy is hot too, but no, she's, she'll she'll watch that. Well, he was she watched Moana and went, he's she's like he is just so buff. Well, and he's ugly. a demigod too, so there's going to be that's you know, you know, like yeah. with the, well, you know, like with he's got to be larger than life because yeah. he's uh, I mean part, like you know yeah he's with um, Hercules and those characters were right. you know sort of not of this world entirely. Right. So well, and like yeah, demigod should. Like you said, should be uh, built, and I liked that they used the tattoos not only to tell the story but to contradict or yes, to be the exactly. conscience. It's the Jiminy mm-hmm. Cricket of of mm-hmm. uh, Maui, and I liked that a lot yeah, because and it came back uh, over and over again. And they also mentioned in the movies uh, in the movie that about how Polynesian culture handles tattoos and how you really have to earn those tattoos, mm-hmm. and so. Of Spoiler, you know the tattoo that shows up at the end of the movie on him because he's earned it through this this voyage. Um, I, I just thought that that was a really cool nod to the culture as well mm-hmm. uh, to be able to explain that. And that's the other piece of controversy uh, that came along with this movie is Disney ended up having to pull the Maui Halloween costume because uh, people were saying that it was it had basically tattooed sleeves, and uh, people were saying that it was. They, they weren't calling it blackface, they were calling it polyface. Oh, Lord. Uh, and they were saying, I mean, it just seemed there like There was a bit was of wrong. a tan color, too. Yes. That, that yeah. could have been, you know, it's a sensitive issue, so that, sure. that might have been, but. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he was fat, though. I think he's really good. And the hair, oh my goodness. Great. Oh my hair God. So At this good. point, he'd probably say, You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Any of the, the other supporting characters that you'd like to, to talk about a bit? Oh, Hey Hey. I love Hey Hey. <laughs> uh, 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 when he first realized he's on the ocean. Uh, I need pronunciation assistance again. At Alan Tudyk? Yes. Oh, he's an everything. He was Hey Hey? Yes, I know. I didn't oh, know that either. Oh, my gosh. Everything. She was also I'm K2SO. Like oh, yes. Steal my heart and I'm like one. going, you know, so at the premiere, there's all these Polynesian people in this you know, talented white dude walking yeah. by. Yeah, <laughs> from, t- <laughs> from Texas. Yeah. 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 I'm like going... That's is it Alan, Alan Tudyk is one of my he's he really is one of my favorite actors. I did not know he played Hey Hey. That's mm-hmm. that makes this movie maybe that brings it up a peg for me. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Success. You've talked me into it. Um, but yeah. It was just it was just a very interesting comic choice to include that chicken because there really I felt like there really was no point of the chicken if this if the necklace worked better. You know, the, mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away, but well, maybe I should. Also, this well, one. the the chicken catches the the heart, the little stone, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, and that's he's he kind of saves that. But if her she keeps it in a necklace, if her necklace would have just worked, and if it would have been on point, we wouldn't have needed a chicken. But and while the comedy of it was yes. pretty was funny. good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And if anyone's gonna bite it, I was hoping it'd be the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, or I was prepared. Yeah. The coconut. Oh, we've got to find it. that's a merchandise. I you I should see that everywhere. Yeah. Like going, that's a merchandise opportunity. No, it'll what be great soon changes zooms, faces you know? from like yeah. You know. <laughs> Little coconut guys that change faces and you know? new faces. I'm like it just yeah. 
Kevin, it's you got anybody uh, that you want to mention? I really thought um, for playing someone much older than what she was, the guy that played mm-hmm. um, the grandma. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she's a young uh, woman, the guy yeah. that played her. I forget the, her name off the top of my head. But... Uh, Rachel House? I can pronounce that. It's simple. <laughs> but for, it's not easy playing an old, having that old mm-hmm. voice and having the right uh, inflections and all that. Again, but her the character was hilarious, too. It was, it was yeah. hilarious and then heartfelt when it needed to be. And of the oh, support. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> of, of the supportings, that was very strong. Mm-hmm. I would totally and, agree. That, oh. that was who I was going to mention. Sorry, go ahead, Brett. I need another another pronunciation. Oh, Nicole Scherzinger? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nicole she's, uh, she's from the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. Yeah. She was the mom. Very talented. I'm like going, cool. Honestly, for her, though, that was such a small role in mm-hmm. what she could do. I mean, I'm kind of surprised she wasn't and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm surprised she's not in the soundtrack because her voice is out of this world. Yeah, she, she does have an incredible voice. Extremely yeah. talented. There. She has a few solo lines. <laughs> not, going. not much. But you're in a Disney film, you know. Yeah, hello. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I want that. And I mean, this was an extremely successful film. It made uh, over half a half a billion uh, worldwide at five hundred eleven million dollars. Mm. Um, two hundred thirty-seven domestically, which I think is a, a good haul. Not all of them are going to be Frozen or The Jungle Book mm-hmm. and or Zootopia. Which made a lot more than that. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but is there a part... Disney this fatigue. Is, uh, is there a bit of a part uh, that anything in the movie that didn't work for you... I've already talked about Shiny, um, which... You know, I maybe I need, to give, I need to give that <laughs> I need to give that guy a chance and go back and uh, watch it again. But um, are, is there anything else in the movie, the plot, anything that that didn't quite work for you? Well, when you're listening to the soundtrack, this is going back to Shining. Shining just if you're just listening to the soundtrack, Shining is completely. It just comes out. If you've never seen the movie, just like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's, it, it, it's it only makes place. sense within the movie. Yeah. Um, but but like we were saying, Sh- Shining for me was one um, shiny, shiny. Yeah, that's right. I'm shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you are shiny, Kevin. Even though the song's great, Lin Manuel's random solo in the middle there. Uh, those were the two kind of awkward things for me where. They could have probably changed it, morphed it. Whether it was uh, Lin Manuel was the original Voyager that was going through, or something ah, like that. That's what I, that's what I think. I I think that they should have assigned him to a Voyager. Yeah, just let him be the main guy. The, the main guy. But anyway, however, that song wouldn't make. I guess it wouldn't necessarily make sense if he no, was. No, he would have had to play the father, wouldn't he? Uh, no. no. I mean, okay. it's still just about voyaging in general, I guess. Okay. Vanessa, anything that didn't work for you? Um, well, it's, it, it wasn't quite as funny as, like, I like the humor, so it wasn't quite as funny to me as, like, a Frozen was, or maybe mm-hmm. a Toy Story was, um, but I went in with low expectations, I ended up loving it, and I thought The Rock was great. Once he came in, it really took off for me. Um, he doesn't come in until about, what, 30... He's about third in the movie, a third of the way through the movie before, uh, I mean, you see Maui Mm -hmm. uh, when she Mm -hmm. goes in that cave and when she's talking to her grandma, but you don't really get to meet him until pretty far into the film, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in that sense, it was kind of like, all right, are we we going? Are we voyaging? Are we going to stay on this island? I feel like we're going to stay on this island unless someone starts to voyage soon, and then, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it it was really good. I liked it. Brett? 
Um, brilliant. I have nothing. Uh, no qualms. No, uh, no, no, no qualms. No, actually, it was. I went in. I didn't go in with low. I guess I kind of did. Went in with. I well, I didn't know what to expect. That's what I. I didn't know what to expect, and I was very much pleasantly surprised. So, and I'm kind of more of a generalist when I watch things. You know, the first time around. Um, you know, so I just go with the overall feeling, and mm-hmm. I was. Um, I was taken away, which really I ask that if I if uh, if I sort of lose myself in a movie, you know, I know that it's done its job. So it did to the South Seas. Mm. And one one thing that also kind of bugged me: the pacing was hit and miss for me. On just sometimes I felt like the movie was dragging a little bit. Where mm-hmm. are we getting to? And what did what did it want to be? Did it want to be more of a musical? Because similar, like this is going completely off Disney, but La La Land. Was it a musical or a drama? Because the first half of the movie was more musical. Um, I have a theory for that. That's another podcast. That's another time. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. My present movie that I really like is La La Land. Okay. Ah, there we go. I'm seeing it finally on... Well, by the time this podcast dropped, I would have finally seen this movie. We've been trying to set up a date with Brandon Davis to go up to Lincoln and watch it. Um, and so I have not gotten to see it yet, and I'm very excited about seeing it Saturday night. Uh, so It's interesting. Um well, let's go ahead and wrap up on Moana. Uh, wrap up on Moana, but then also uh, talk a little bit about next year as well. So, anybody have anything to add on this wonderful film? Ah, it's available on video. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the sing-along, theatrical sing-along release is this uh, Friday, January 27th. The digital release is February 21st. And then the DVD Blu-ray, I believe, is available around March 7th. Wow, that's right a, around when Beast comes out. Such a such an mm. incredible turnaround because this came out in November, right? So mm-hmm. it's incredible how the turnaround on all these. And we just mentioned Finding Dory is going to be on Netflix, so I'm sure Moana will be splashing her way onto Netflix hey. soon. Uh, so that's where she'll go. Yeah, the that's how far she'll go. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was good. I messed it up the a first pushed, time. But it's okay. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, it's a good. Absolutely. Uh, Anybody else? In terms of its places in the where it lands in the Disney Pixar or just Disney movies. Just Disney. I, I think well, it's I okay. Think it's okay. Good even delineate. even with the Disney movies, uh, you, you're probably close on its being of the recent ones being a little lower um, compared to some of the other ones. However. Uh, was Brave Disney? Brave was Disney, right? Yeah. Pixar. No, Pixar. Oh, that was Pixar. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I did I'm not sorry. like Pixar. I did not like Brave. So. Yeah. We all were... I, <laughs> I love the, the culture, but the story. Ugh. The movies that we're talking about, in my mind, are Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, and uh, Moana. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen, like, two of those, so I guess in that... I guess it's a little higher than... Which haven't you seen? I haven't seen Big Hero. Oh, my God! I'm going to give that to you. <laughs> Vanessa I enjoyed. doesn't like that. Okay. I enjoyed. It's all right. um, my little comic book heart loved that movie. And Zootopia. Okay. Those, are the, of the, those are the two I have not seen. Yeah. Okay. Well, Zootopia you can go see tonight on Netflix. Um, but Big Hero 6, I can give you the DVD or the Blu-ray. Because um, that's a movie that Liam is going to love. But I'm going to force that on him. Once again, though, <laughs> what amazes me about these Disney movies is you still get those power numbers or power ballads, whatever uh-huh. you want to call them, that you can listen to over and over. And yeah. once again, with... Uh, because Frozen, obviously, you had your numbers tangled. You have multiple entangled. Mm-hmm. And and this one, you still get those very powerful numbers. With They, they always get the writers. I don't know how they do it, but yeah. it's Disney Absolutely. magic. 
Yes, well, um, with a big check. Yes. <laughs> with that, let's look forward a little bit. We asked uh, if anybody had any questions out there uh, before we recorded this, and we did get one uh, that I wanted to talk about, and that is, what is your most anticipated Disney property film? Of 2017, that that could be Marvel, it could be uh, Disney, it could be any number of things. And actually, I have a, a list that I pulled up here on Box Office Mojo, um, so we can go to that. And these are the movies that are going to be coming out under the Buena Vista Disney uh, distributor in uh, 2017. Starting off with Beauty and the Beast. Then a movie called Born in China, which I believe is the nature Disney documentary. Nature, which is about mm. pandas. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and then the first Marvel release of the year is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, followed by Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, followed by Cars 3. Um, and then in November, uh, Marvel comes back with Thor Ragnarok. And then Coco is the Pixar selection for the... Well, the second Pixar selection for this year. And then we end the year with Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi. Ah. So, uh, of those movies, Vanessa will let you go first. What are you most excited about? Uh, Star Wars. Right? I, just, I, I Come on. I mean, I how mean, can you not be the most excited did, for Star Wars? Did you see Josh Gad and... Well, you um, can. Daisy <laughs> Ridley? Daisy Ridley. I know they're working on a project together right now, and he was... Uh, Filming her went up to her and was, was like, "Hey, uh, can we work? Can we work on our uh, lines? Um, who who are the last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it one person or two? <laughs> who is it? She's like, I can't do this. I can't. That's I, so yeah, funny. it's great. So you know, big anticipation there. It's it's written down in my planner. I'm excited to see it. So yeah, I mean, and that's going to be a, an incredible film, and uh, I'm very excited for Last Jedi. It, it's just Force Awakens to me was everything I wanted it to be, and I know that it's. It's kind of um, it can be kind of popular in internet land to to dog on that movie for certain aspects, but I loved that movie and I loved the continuation of the Skywalker story through Ray and through Kylo. Um, I I think it's going to be an incredible film. I'm looking forward to that one too. Brett, what's your what's one you're looking forward to the most? The most again, it's really hard. I'd say I, this is a really you know, good slate of movies. I know. I'm like going. Mm. You have to pick one. Oh, don't make me pick. Uh, I have to pick one. There's oh. only like eight on there, you know. And we talked about one, so I know. Pick something different. Then that way. Born it's fun. in China. I re- no. Born sorry. in China. No, just kidding. Actually, he Ian Wick. Pandas. Ian Wick, who uh, listens to nearly every one of the front row podcasts, uh, he absolutely loves those na- the Disney Nature ones. And I mentioned one time because it was at the drive-through and it was the one on monkeys or whatever. And I was like, "Who wants to see that at the drive the drive-in?" And Ian's like, "I do." <laughs> <laughs> like as a He's point, a him and guy. him and Courtney went to the the movie like just because of that. Um, <laughs> I love that. But like the but, guy from um, The Office is the narrator. Which one? Oh, Steve uh, Carell. Steve Carell. No. Jim Krasinski. John Krasinski. Nice. Well, okay, to really answer oh. your your question, um, <laughs> well, I have such trepidation for Beauty and the Beast, and there's concern and, for me on Beauty and, and the Beast. Did you but see no, the doll? The Aud- Did you see the doll? No, Audra McDonald was on uh, was on some sort of um, interview yesterday, and she said that she's seen it and she said it's gorgeous. Oh, I mean, Audra McDonald said that she's classy. You know, I would trust. Okay, her so I'm, I have I'm I am cautiously optimistic for Beauty and the Beast and Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? I'm cautiously I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that, I, mean, I, I don't just think don't anybody to... said that about a Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> 
Well, this is going back to its roots, right? No, I'm like going, I'm, you know, they, movies know when they've lost their footing just a little bit, and then they do another one to make it better. Star Wars? Ocean's (laughs) 13. But anyway. Right. A little better. Okay. I want my money back for Ocean's 12. Sorry. Um, you, mean, yeah. you mean uh, George Clooney's having us at his boathouse? Oh, God. <laughs> that was I'm like, oh, we would Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, of course, we're looking for Star Wars, but I'm, uh, I'm going to do it, you know, with the three. So Star Wars, uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and if I had to choose a Disney, mm, I don't know. Uh, wrinkle in Time in 2018. Okay, so... <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph 2 in Wreck-It March Ralph, of yeah. 18. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, interesting. Kevin. I'm excited for Natalie Portman. Um, okay. Thor Ragnarok. So, that's always nice. Uh-huh. Um, she's in it? Well, hmm. that's... The I, thought, thing, I thought they were... They, whenever I they, whenever they sign those Marvel deals, they sign themselves away for a long time. Really? Um, so, I would imagine that since it's a Thor movie... There is a good possibility that she would be in it. I haven't really looked into it much. I, I think she is because I think she's well, on some for, kind of for posters. Kevin's sake, yes. please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see Jackie yet? I heard it's no, not out. I, 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 it's, it's not around here yet. It's not. We can talk about this after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so you've gone otherwhere to see it? Yes, I understand. <laughs> so we like travel, travel far, <laughs> something like we that. Voyage Are we far distances. To talk about it? Yeah. Oops. Um, but no, I. Of all those, I'm really excited to see Beauty and the Beast. However, I'm ca- cautious about it. I am very uh, a, cautious a, a, about a it. A British yeah. woman playing a French girl still baffles me. And like the way that they t- they they slow down the song that she. I hope that that was only for the trailer, um, or for the snippet that they had. But that first song that they released of hers, I don't know if I would have chosen that no. um, clip to do. Uh, so I I am also cautious. Cautiously optimistic about uh, Beauty and the Beast, which I a lot of CGI going to be in there. I am still. Audrey McDonald says it's gorgeous. I am still hoping (laughs) that I get to see that at sea, and I'll I'll talk about that. That'd be so cool. So, uh, my movie that I'm going to pick, though, uh, I say in the MCU. Obviously, I'm a Marvel guy through and through. I will first of all give an honorable mention to the. Sony picture with heavy Marvel ties, and that's Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm very excited about Spider-Man mm-hmm. Homecoming. Looks incredible. Um, but when I'm talking about the MCU, I love my movies. But then there was one movie that has actually breached that universe and come over to my top movies of all time, and that's Guardians of the Galaxy. I mm. I feel like that's I was my surprised. Uh, really? that I that's right now. It's sitting at at uh, in my top five. On uh, top, <laughs> she's Vanessa's showing Kevin the doll of uh, Emma, Emma Watson, Watson, and yeah. this is disturbing. Really, looks more it's like Benedict Cumberbatch rough. than it does <laughs> Emma rough. Watson. Um, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Well, it looks I am like her. So, <laughs> so excited uh, for that movie! I cannot wait for it to come out. I. Um, I'm going to be there opening night. I'm, I'm going to see it a bunch of times. I can't wait for Guardians Volume 2. Or weren't they surprised? I mean, that the first one wasn't oh, yeah. that kind of... It was, because it it was, was in August. Yeah. It was in August. And, yeah. you know, I understand that they don't put their tent poles yeah. <laughs> movies in August. I was so surprised by everybody it, Everybody thought that that was going to be the And we're getting flop. a new attraction for it, you know? Yeah, like everybody going, thought that that was going to be the flop. And then they thought Ant-Man was going to be the flop. 
and then they they weren't sure about how Doctor Strange would perform. So I mean, it, you know, I, Marvel's just really killing it, and uh, I'm really excited for that movie and all the other ones that you talked about. So, uh, so we're gonna start to wrap up the the cast a bit. I know we went a bit long for you, so um, hopefully you've enjoyed every second of it. I know I did. We covered but, a lot. Uh, <laughs> just going, just going into the future and where we're where we're going to be going from here. Uh, we're going to take the month of February off for Beyond the Mouse because we're going to have heavy Oscar coverage. So you'll be able to see Oscar spotlights or hear Oscar spotlights of all the Best Picture nominees. Um, Jeremy always does a good job of getting those up. And then in March, it'll be fun and exciting because. We are going to record parts of the show. Uh, Anna and I are going to record while on the Disney Dream, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be sitting <laughs> cool. in our veranda, drinking <laughs> drinking our uh, coffee, and talking about Disney while on a Disney cruise. So it'll probably be pretty Disney cruise heavy. In fact, I've I've thought about <sighs> doing it as a, a kind of like a trip report for the first part of it. Cool. And then uh, they do talk about how they do first run movies and even some premieres early on Disney cruises. So if we're able to see Beauty and the Beast on the cruise ship, which I'm kind of hoping for, then we will do our review of Beauty and the Beast and, and tie that on the end. If not, then we will wait till we're back on dry land, watch Beauty and the Beast, and then probably do our review of it at that time. So March is going to be basically cruising and, and Beauty and the Beast, and I'm really excited about it. Sounds your, like a rough um, life. What's your day? Do you have a day at sea? Yeah. What, uh, is it pirates themed? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so the fun. pirates day. It's so yeah. good. It's, I'm so excited. God, you, I didn't know you went it's on the cruise. It's so magical. I'm really pumped about it. We planned it, uh, we planned it a year ago when uh, we were both on uh, maternity and paternity leave, and, and we just needed, like, you know, a, a, something to think a about and, and, uh, <laughs> and relax. Yes. And so we're not bringing Liam along with this trip, uh, but this will be our last probably Disney trip without him for a long time. Mm. Um, and we're excited about it uh, and really looking forward to Have it. Have you picked your cabin? Are you indoor or balcony? We're balcony. We, okay. got, a, we got a veranda. Then you might not get the magical porthole, but go That's make friends true. with someone. <laughs> and go <laughs> check out the My magical porthole. My mom doesn't porthole. like that I kept keep calling it magical porthole. She thinks it sounds dirty, but it's not. And it's really amazing. So you have to check out. Make there friends with someone again. on the boat. That is so awesome. I'm dying to see your magic porthole. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is amazing. I, I did not say that. And before we go, I wanted to get a commitment from this gentleman. I wanted to put him on the spot. He is going to D23 uh, this year, which for those of you that don't know, it's Comic-Con for Disney fans. It happens every two years in Anaheim, California. And uh, Brett... Uh, I, I would hope that it's in, what, June or July? It's in July this year. So, it's been in August in the past, and this year it's July f- uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th, or 15th, 16th, and 17th. Somewhere in there. I think it's the 14th. Well, the 17th is Disneyland's um, anniversary, so uh-huh. I think it's that weekend. So whatever combination of, if you uh, ever want to do any uh, vlogging, and we can share all that, but then definitely when you get back in August, we'd love to have you on again and, and just oh, talk wow. about all the, the, the cool stuff yeah. that, uh, that you're going to see. Harrison Ford was at the last one. I, I, I mean, well, Harrison and, Ford, they all were. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie was at the one before that, so I mean, it's I'm sure it's in their contract, but it's big. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it, and it's it's all so tight lipped. They 
They showed um, clips of Civil War there uh, last time. They showed uh, some Doctor Strange footage. All of that, none of that ever leaked. Mm-hmm. It, they really do keep it tight lipped. So it'll be fun to. Uh, we'd love to have you on. And, and oh, talk it'd be about absolutely that. my pleasure. In July or, or August. And Vanessa, it's been awesome having you yeah, as well. Thanks. And Yay. you're welcome back whenever you would like. <laughs> Um, because this was I'll this be here fun, every time. Thank yeah. you so much. It was so much fun. So I'm a fan. Both, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you both for coming on. And Kevin, can you do all of our plugs correctly? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, since Kevin's not going to do it, I will say you can always find our podcast at thefrontrowmoviereviews.com, a great website that Jeremy's put together. It keeps all the box office information. All of our podcasts are there. Uh, very pretty looking site. So go there. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Front Row Movie Reviews. You can also email the show at thefrontrowmoviereviews at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us at Front Row Reviews with a Z. Bring back the Z. Hashtag bring back the Z. I remember that part. We're bringing it back. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode of Beyond the Mouse. And uh, with that, I am Craig McFarland. I'm Kevin Golovic. And Brett Rutherford. And Vanessa Ferguson. (laughs) And we will see you real soon in the front row. (laughs) 